This episode of Sports Caffeine is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code SC2020. Your balls will thank you. And now, Sports Caffeine. It's time to wake up, recover from last night's mess, and get your fix of sports caffeine. It's time to kickstart your day with the latest sports news and opinions. Get ready. Sports Caffeine is live in three, two, one. Good morning and welcome back to Sports Caffeine. I'm your host, Kaylee Chikoski, and I'm here with Evan and Chip. Evan, I wanna I wanna know how your week was because me and Chip, <laughs> our NFL teams, our NFL teams were in a bye week. So I think I speak Thank for God. myself. I enjoyed having a relaxing <laughs> NFL week eight. But you know, <laughs> We're just jumping right into it, huh? All right. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. You have a lot of thoughts and feelings. I just want to make sure you get them out. You're able to well, we played the Falcons played Thursday, but yeah, it was a relaxing Sunday. Like Kaylee yeah. said, I didn't have to be on pins and needles, no mm-hmm. ways to lose the game. So as a, as a Falcons fan, like you said, I did kind of one of these this weekend. <sighs> good, good, good morning to to both of you. Make sure to go to Manscaped. Get your twenty percent off of free shipping. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. Um, thoughts about this week? I was, uh, you know, excited to to wait for for Monday night's game to happen. And when Monday night's game happened, it was just a pile of poop. That yeah, was the ugly. worst. Like Kaylee, you were talking. You you said this before the show. Like, why do we keep having? NFC lease teams on on primetime games. It's like it's getting ridiculous. It's getting terrible. It, it's like every single week they all play in primetime. Right. Why are we allowing this to happen still? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I we're eight weeks into the season. These teams shouldn't even be allowed in the playoffs. Like that whole division should be eliminated from the playoffs. It's because New York has a New York has a, a huge fan base, and you know, Tom Brady and the Bucks are the big thing right now. But like the, the game I watched last night was it was bad. It was a terrible game. Like the Bucks were lucky that the officials didn't call that pass interference on that that two point conversion. Like they they did some yeah. kind of little stupid little huddle, and then they came back and goes, eh, no penalty, game's over. Yeah, it's like, the Tom the, Brady effect. Yeah. That, exactly. I was just getting ready to say, is that the TB effect? Is that what we're seeing? Uh, it, it might have been because that was clearly pass interference. Like you can yeah. you can see him yeah. grabbing the the hand of the receiver, like. And and the Bucks receivers, and we've talked about this plenty of times on this show. Like Bucks secondary is so suspect still. Like they were getting like yeah. Sean Murphy Bunting was getting burnt, Jamel Dean was getting burnt. Like those guys are getting burnt all night long. The Bucks are just like they're thankful to be going against Danny Dimes last night because he can't hit a receiver worth the damn. I'm the mm-hmm. only guy he hit was Deion Lewis, and that was it. Yeah. Like they well, there were a couple the, plays. They, yeah, defensive backfield total lapse of concentration. Guys yeah. were wide open. Like, so. like, like the Giants could have won that game like forty something to to twenty five. They could have if if Daniel Jones was an actual good quarterback, but he's not. Like, like yeah. I was really impressed with the Giants' defense. They they were stopping the run. 
they were getting past the front seven of the Bucks, which the Bucks run defense was like the top ranked Bucks uh, run defense in all of the league, and then and the Giants defense made them look like terrible last night. So I don't know. I like it, it's the funny thing is with this team is like they play good against like the really good mediocre teams. And when it comes to bad teams, they're just like, yeah, we're going to make it kind of interesting and let all their fans have heart attacks when it comes to playing like crappy teams, <laughs> like the giants. Like I, I just don't like consistency with this team is just like, they don't have it. Like just be consistent each and every week, like play, be play good every week. And don't like, don't go in and play teams like the giants and like have them see if they have like a spark of life, like which the giants don't, they're one in seven now. I mean, they're pretty much done for the year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw that a lot though this week. Yeah, I mean, if you look at some of the other games, like the Bengals, I mean, you saw teams Minnesota Vikings get Dalvin Cook back, and Green Bay just—I mean—they just got run over by the Dalvin train. So, Kaylee, you should have seen this guy when we were out <laughs> on at Scullers uh, on Sunday. Like he's got Dalvin Cook on his team, and this oh my I, God. Chip was like, Chip was so ecstatic. He was—he was just like beside. He was, was just like giving himself hugs like <laughs> if, if he could have he would like get, gave himself a, a kiss on the cheek he was so happy he was like i think he's gonna break the record i think he's gonna break the record he's got four now he can get two more he can get six touchdowns in one day <laughs> i was hey i've been really excited to have dalvin cook and he's been gone for what two weeks three weeks so it was great to see him back but also we all know that Kirk Cousins is not the answer in Minnesota. And if all Minnesota has to do, Kirk Cousins has to exist in like two seconds, like grab mm -hmm. the ball and just hand it to Dalvin Cook. If they could find a way to let just snap it straight shotgun to Dalvin Cook, I think they would probably do that because it would be safer. <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, to be fair, Kirk Cousins didn't look as Kurt Cousinsy as he normally does, right? Like his passing stats were pretty good. Like they weren't extraordinary, but I think that's just lack of like taking those chances because you have Kurt Cousins. So what he yeah. was able to do, he did. And I think that's, you know, that's a good segue into that division as a whole because you look at what was the Packers division, right? They were kind of leading it really handedly. And now we've seen them, they're a two loss team, which I mean, is not bad. Obviously, they lost to the Buccaneers. But, you know, the Bears are obviously a mess, so that record is going to probably um, change up a lot. And the Lions are obviously a team that's going to have some shocking games, but probably finish 6-10, and 10, if we're being honest. So yeah. are the Packers still in control of this division, or could a team like Minnesota really come up and kind of give them a run for their money? Man, I think the trade deadline for, for those teams right now is massive. Like, if I'm the Bears right now, I'm still kind of like – I'm still kind of in it. Like I just need a spark. So if you if you're the Bears, you get me a guy like a Will Fuller, or you get me a guy that's a wide receiver. Give me a, give me another weapon. Maybe give me a David and Joku. Give me a something. Give me give me another toy for Foles and give him a shot. That's what you brought him here for. Give him give him a weapon and see what they can do because their defense is is unquestionable. I mean they got a great defense. So, I don't know. I think the Packers, this is going to be really interesting how the season finishes up. I'm excited about the deadline today just to see one of these teams has got to make a move or, or do something. Yeah, it's 4 o'clock today is the trade deadline. I'm I'm ex I'm interested in seeing what the Packers do because the Packers yeah. need – they Aaron Rodgers needs another wide receiver. Like, they didn't do yeah. anything in the draft to address that. Like, they should be in the market to bring a guy like a Will Fuller in or – 
try and try and take uh, Adam Thielen away from the Minnesota Vikings. Make a trade for him. Like there, there's got to be a marquee guy out there that say, look, you're gonna be you're gonna be thrown to by Aaron Rodgers. Like like or throw some draft picks. Throw some draft picks at like the Jets or throw some draft picks at a team that you know that's really the bottom of the barrel right now. I mean, you can look at. I mean, I. I I could see all oh, the dolphins are still kind of in it. Like the dolphins are four and three now. Like that's a weird thing yeah. about this. Like the <laughs> dolphins are four and three, like the pack though. You know what? The Packers can go to the giants and say, Hey, I want Darius Slayton. I'm going to take Darius Slayton off your back. What about like, Michael Gallup? Dallas. Yeah. My, yeah. Uh, Dallas too. Mm-hmm. Like, although Love I don't think, one. I don't think, I don't think Jerry's going to do any trades like that though. I don't, I don't think they're going to do anything like that. And I don't understand that either because you've got, you've got talent. And that's another Chris Cole popped up saying Gilmore. That's a, dif- a defensive player I'd love to see moved. I don't think New England – actually, they came out a little bit ago with an update saying it'll be a first-round pick at least to pry Gilmore from New England. But offensively, there's a ton of wide receivers out there that can make a difference on some of these teams that are middle of the road. Uh, and I think that would be a great – any of those guys. Fuller, um, I really like Fuller. I think they talked about Packers. That's I've heard news about him potentially going there, which would be a if- great fit. I think out of the, if, out of the Bears and the Packers, whoever makes a move at the trade deadline to bring in another offensive weapon for themselves, they're gonna make they're gonna take the division because a chip, like you said, they're like one one piece away from yeah. running away with it. I mean, I, I I honestly think the Packers are still gonna win that division, but like the Bears could be sneaky good and like just make a move at the trade deadline, and and that's what Nick Foles needs to 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 take that division away for the Packers this year. The Bears so, had every chance to beat the Saints this past weekend. They really yeah. did, and they just lacked they offense. Did. Yeah. They did. And when you look at these moves coming up on the trade deadline, something that was kind of rumored going into you know the last couple of weeks that we haven't really seen are quarterback moves, right? Because you had Dwayne Haskins, kind of that whole trade thing once he got benched, um, not really looking like he's a piece of the future in Washington. Ryan Fitzpatrick, obviously kind of at odds with the Miami coaching staff and and front office, but I highly doubt that they would trade him given to his pass with injury. But do you expect any QB moves potentially? I mean, I think Mitch Trubisky is also in that conversation of depending what the Bears decide to do with their other positions on offense. But do you expect any QBs to be to be moved around? I, I think the one Q the two QBs I could maybe or even three were if and if Dallas is really like, okay, we're we're maybe not gonna roll with Andy Dalton, like you know, our, our QB situation is really, really bad right now. They can make a trade for and then and there's a guy that keeps popping up who we all know and love. He loves crabs like crab legs, but like Jameis Winston could be a guy where Jerry Jones could be like, I'm gonna trade for Jameis Winston and we're gonna bring him in and see what he can do. But like that, then they're just like stockpiling backups now because Jameis Winston's been holding a clipboard since day one when he's gone to the New Orleans Saints. So, but you never know. Like, you know, Jerry Jones can say, I want Jameis Winston, or or he can make a trade for Ryan Fitzpatrick in Miami. I mean, Fitz, Fitzy's got like his last year in Miami. This is it. I mean, he obviously he's butthurt about them starting Tua, but for for the Dolphins to let Fitzy go, that's kind of like an insurance policy just in case if Tua goes down or not. So yeah. I think Haskins and Kaylee mentioned it, obviously, is probably one of the the guys that I would see. Washington's made him available. I don't know what the compensation would look like. But, I mean, I think he's – I don't know if he goes to Dallas. But this is a young quarterback. I could see him – if you're looking to, like, you know, build a team or have somebody coming out of the way like the Steelers, I would see a Big Ben's getting ready to be done. Maybe yeah. take a guy and you flip him over to the ASC out of Washington – um, 
you know, I think Haskins is probably the one that everybody's looking at. I think the Cowboys have kind of made their own bed and they're going to sleep in it with Dalton. Hopefully um, he'll be able to play week nine. I know he's still in uh, concussion protocol. So, um, but yeah, I think Haskins might be the one quarterback on the move. Maybe we'll just have to see. Is Haskins the new Josh Rosen? Oh, God. You can't is slap a man with that labor. Is he There's the no league for like two years? <laughs> but look, listen, he's, he's gotten benched, and now he's looking at – he may be getting traded. I mean, it's, it's like the Josh Rosen story. They can have I a just, buddy. You know what? You know what can happen? Josh Rosen and Dwayne Haskins could have a buddy cop movie. They need to uh, just room together or live together. They got time. Uh, they do. Yeah. They can do that. I don't know. I mean, you can't slap – you can't slap that label on him yet, can you, Kaylee? Dude. I don't think you can do that to him yet. Dude, Josh no. Rosen and Dwayne Haskins, they could be the new uh, Riggs and Murtaugh for the Lethal Weapon reboot. <laughs> I wouldn't do that to Dwayne Haskins. Here's the thing is, I think you look at Dwayne Haskins and what he did, I was not that offended by what he did. Like, I know a lot of people were. I really wasn't. And I think if you put him somewhere else in a different system, and not to say that that system and that coaching staff is not doing amazing things, because obviously – from where they were, where they're going, all the, you know, organizational issues they've had to deal with on the back end, you know, he could very well go somewhere else and, and be great. I don't know that I can say that about Josh Rosen, um, but I do think Dwayne Haskins, oh. I don't think it's time to write him off just yet, but I mean, we'll see. Um, I, but, wouldn't, I wouldn't write off Josh, Josh Rosen either. He's on the Bucks practice fair. squad and yeah. then you bring him up to, to be mentored by Tom Brady, you know, mentors for him for the next year and a half maybe a full year next year. And then if the Bucks decide to, Hey, after Tom Brady's gone, they'll bring in Aaron Rodgers. When Aaron Rodgers says, screw you to, to green Bay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The retirement tour. The retirement tour. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count either of those guys. yet Cause I don't think they've really given a fair shot. So. Correct. Correct. I think, and I think that's like the, you know, it, you look at Tannehill and we'll get to that later. Cause I, Obviously, I'm pretty You love to see it happen to him. But, um, you know, you look at that situation where he was pretty just underwhelming for most of his career, go somewhere in a new system where he's really kind of not expected to do quite as much as he had been in the past. And, and now he's having a pretty successful season. So we'll see. But, um, you know, a, a rookie quarterback making his start this week, Tua, obviously you know, not huge numbers for Tua this week, but it is his first start. Um, was that the right decision looking back on it? Now that he has a game under his belt, we've seen what he can do. Um, and we saw what Ryan Fitzpatrick was doing prior to that decision. Was that the right decision for Brian Flores to make and the Dolphins front office to make going into this week? You want to take what do you think? Uh, you, 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 okay, I'll take it. I'll, right. go, I'll, 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 I'll take it. You go, you go, you go. <laughs> I, I don't I didn't like the move because Fitz, Fitzy was playing pretty good. Like they were they were doing well under you know when he was under center, and to make the move like that, I didn't like it. So you know the, the, his first game out, it was you know it wasn't it didn't wow me at all. It, you know and it was against yeah. it was against the Rams. Who the Rams? I don't know what happened to the Rams this past weekend. Like I, I, I it was another not one of so those games, dude. Yeah, it was another one of those crazy games in in October. So looking back, it's got to it's got to be what's going to happen forward. If if he starts like really not if he doesn't progress every single week now, then your move was stupid. Your move was like premature, and you should have just let him you know wait. And, and watch Fitzy run that offense for maybe a few more games before making that move. 
um, to to bench him. I, I I still I'm still up in the air about it because they won. You know, if they if they yeah. lost, then the move would have been stupid. But they won. It, but but they didn't win like. He didn't put up like crazy numbers. That's the thing, though. So let well, me let me yeah. let's let's talk about this next game. Like if if he puts up like two hundred yards or and he puts up multiple touchdowns, but if he fails, then it's like okay, are you gonna stick with Tua or are you gonna like go back to the Ryan Fitzpatrick project? So See, I think that franchises, when you make this move and you change, you can damage a quarterback's confidence. Right. By going backwards to somebody else. And we've seen it time and time and time again, especially young guys who get thrown to the fire. And let's be truthful. Ryan Fitzpatrick's not the future. He's a stopgap. He was there to help mentor to and get him going. They used the bye week as an additional planning week to give him, you know, two weeks of planning for his first game. The only way you learn and the only way people get experience is trial by fire. So you have to throw two out there to see what you have. And I'm a big I'm a big fan of not judging. I can't understand we judge first round quarterbacks now in like three games, three to five games. People are like, no, done, wash. I'm like, are you kidding? This is not peewee. This is not coloring book playbooks. The average NFL play has like 18 to 22 words in it, and it's all different vernacular for every team and every system. So this is not like freaking tiddlywinks, dude. <laughs> Did you just actually say tiddly? Complicated to play for NFL and like I mean, geez, dude, everybody get a grip. Give give the guy a year, and then it yeah, comes but, to guys but, like Josh Rosen who didn't even have a chance to like learn. He just got kicked out. Yeah, but but Chip, we're you know the NFL now is win now. We don't want to yeah. see a guy. We can't wait for a guy to develop because in this league is you win now or you're not winning at all. Like we can't wait to have two three years of development. Like I was really surprised. Like. Looking at the looking at Jameis Winston, it took five years to say, okay, it's it's time to move on from the Bucks when we when when the Bucks didn't see any kind of improvement or or progression from Jameis Winston. So in a league where if if you're not if you're not developed by the second year and you're a starting quarterback, you're gonna get yanked and you're gonna get replaced by somebody else. And we've seen it time and time again. Look at Mitchell Trubisky. Look at Trubisky. He's now the backup after being benched and started, benched and started for for Nick Foles, who the Bears went and traded for this this past offseason. So, well, that's years though. You give me two years. I think now I agree with you. Two years, you should see something. Now I, I think it should be longer than that. But you learn as you go, and the pieces around you. Tampa Bay was the organization that decided to hang on to Winston, and I think they did it for too long, personally. But. You know, that's an organization's decision, but you can't, you need two years, at least two. Yeah, I can agree. And I also think, you know, you're seeing these rookies kind of have big years, big performances. Justin Herbert, obviously being thrown yeah. in last minute and then performing the way he has. And then Joe Burrow, I mean, they're a two-in team, but they're also, he's looking incredible for a rookie quarterback yeah. who yeah. gets sacked, other than this week, has gotten sacked uh, the most in the NFL, I believe. So it's at, at this point, I think, Tua is under heightened pressure to give performances that to give a performance that is going to justify that decision and meet Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. But you look at this division too, and this is a really make or break decision because the Bills came in looking like another oh. strong leader in the division. And over the past three to four weeks, we've seen that kind of flip, right? The Dolphins have put yeah. up huge blowout games. Obviously, this one wasn't necessarily that, but it was a really impressive win. Their defense had four turnovers. So you're looking at a team that has developed on both sides of the ball and is looking like a more complete team than the Bills. And now the question comes up in this division as well. 
is Miami in a position to make a run for this division for the playoffs? And could that decision to, you know, put Tua in harm that in a year where, you know, how often do you see the the Patriots really perform terribly? How often apart, are the Bills yeah. gonna yeah are the Bills gonna start off strong and then and then fall back? So I feel like the the Dolphins have a chance here, and that really could be the make or break. So do you think that they? I mean, I've seen the the take that they're the best team in this division. So at this point in the season, is it the Bills or is it the Dolphins? I would say at this point, it's the Dolphins could make a, a run for this division. But, you know, I think the Bills are just hitting the rough patch right now. I mean, they're still a good team. They still got, you know, I, I think they I think they're going to make a move at, at the trade deadline, too. Their run game's terrible. Like, yeah. ugh, like, like, ugh, and, ugh. And, then, and speaking of the Patriots, they haven't been two and five since 2000. Yeah. The year yeah. When, when Tom Brady was a fourth string quarterback. That's how long it's been since the Patriots were two and five. Like the Patriots and the Jets are the bottom feeders. Of the AFC East. That's the funny thing. Well, I mean, not for the Jets because they're there all the time, but like the Patriots are like down there too. <laughs> the Jets pay rent in the bottom of the. Uh, I wouldn't division, be surprised so. if Miami made a run and took this division from the Bills. It wouldn't surprise well, me. I mean, yeah, I think Buffalo, and the one thing that they're actually getting to is they're trying to, it seemed like this past week, develop a running game against New England. I think Moss had two touchdowns. So yeah. they're trying, I think they're trying to, to get over that hump, those shortcomings, but. Really, Josh Allen came out, and he was a man possessed. I mean, he was really – seemed like making all the right reads, doing all the right things. And some of the teams – and that's the thing about the NFL. We always adjust. We always make uh, moves and counter moves. And so I think that the NFL kind of has enough tape on Josh Allen. Now they're starting to, you know, drop some things back, and they're starting to make Josh Allen understand coverage and where he needs to throw. Um, and he still has to overcome a lot of those things – uh, to become a great quarterback. So I think he's just hitting a bump in the road, I hope. Um, I think Buffalo still has the talent to win, although their defense has really been, I mean, bad the past couple of weeks. Um, and it was good. It wasn't great, but it was serviceable. And now the the chinks in the armor are starting to show, which is not good. Yeah, for sure. And I just I feel like we'll see a lot develop over the over the next couple of weeks if Tua can hold on. Um, but Joe Burrow is another is another guy we've been talking about. Like I said, he's he's a two win quarterback, but he did just beat the Tennessee Titans, and this was my favorite game of the weekend. Similar to why, why is that, Kaylee? Why is that? The Titans once again fall, and this time it's not to the to the last undefeated team in the NFL. It is to Joe Burrow and the Bengals. So. I am this game. You love to see it because I the whole time I'm like, this is y'all's quarter. This is y'all's MVP vote. This is who y'all were hyping up for the past few weeks. The Titans looked terrible on both sides of the ball, gave up plays on defense, gave up plays on second on special teams, really couldn't put points up on offense. Obviously, they had a, a nice little like almost comeback near the end. But you know, Joe Burrow did not get sacked, which is something that he's not really familiar with. So that, that always happens. Really, I mean, the Titans could not get to him, right? And he had all the time in the world to make those decisions. And I think we really saw who Joe Burrow was when he's given the opportunity to make plays. So with that, where did the Titans go? Is this time to kind of panic for them? And are they just having a rough patch similar to what the Bills had? Or is this just them getting exposed for what they're lacking finally in week eight. 
I think the Titans are going to be okay going forward. I mean, like we saw a lot of games this past weekend. It was like a lot of anomalies where like bad teams were playing good. So I, and plus like, man, Joe Burrow is fun to watch. Like, even though he's like on a bad team, they're like a bad team. That's fun to watch, which is weird because when you're, when there's bad teams, there's bad teams, but like the Bengals are actually fun to watch because Burrow makes the Bengals. It makes the future bright for the Bengals. If they, if they yeah. actually get an offensive line and th- that defense gets a little bit better, they're going to be a good team in that division, which is already really tough as it is anyways because the you know, Steelers are undefeated. You got the Ravens. You also got the Browns, who somehow are still kind of good this year. But <laughs> I, I like watching the Bengals because they could pull out games. They, could, they, could, they, 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 they are making games close, and they are winning games against good teams like they, they they beat the titans for god's sake so i, I j- i'm gonna call him broadway joe for now on even though, like he's not on the jets i'm gonna call him joe burrow broadway joe Chip? i think what you see from him and what and evan you kind of touched on it constant improvement the game before when they yeah. played cleveland you know they were able he was able to trade blows with baker mayfield and just go back and forth and he always came out and he was ready to go so you want to see improvement every single game and you're seeing that and as a franchise like Cincinnati that's been so awful for so long, you feel like you finally got your first pick right and you finally have a quarterback besides Boomer Esiason that can do something for your organization. So that's right. Boomer reference right there. Boom. Love that. Love that. <laughs> All right. So before we head out, let's talk about the last remaining undefeated team in the NFL, the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Baltimore Ravens, um, came back from a two-score deficit to take over for the win. Are they the best team in the NFL? Yes. I mean, yeah. They're I mean, the most, yeah, they're the most, most complete com- team. Yeah. Most complete team, yeah. I, okay. The Ravens, some of the things we're starting to see from Lamar Jackson, confused in coverage, bad decisions. The, he holds the football like a loaf of bread away from his body. He lost the ball several times yeah. during that game. And if you're a quarterback like him who runs – you got to put that away, dude. That's the gold. That's the money. I I don't know what's going on with Lamar because he's he's made he's making mistakes like he was still playing in college. Like the way the, the way he played on Sunday looked like to me when he was playing at Louisville. He, he was still holding the ball like a loaf of bread. He was still making mistakes yeah. like that, and and he wasn't hitting his guys. Like like Hollywood Brown was wide open on a few plays and he wasn't hitting them. So I I don't know what's going on with the Ravens. I really don't know. And they're going to be in trouble the rest of the way because now, and I've said this before, like we're in a season where defensive coordinators have figured out Lamar Jackson. We all know what, what Lamar Jackson is now, and <laughs> and the way the way the, the Steelers. I mean, that was a nail biter of a game, anyways. I mean, that was a great yeah, yeah. game, great game, division rivalry, great, great game. game. Yeah, yeah. And those two always show out when they play each other. But like the Steelers are the most complete team right now. They are scary good to to play. In the regular season, we'll see what happens if they make the playoffs. But right now, I, I don't want to play them. Like if I'm the Bucks, I don't want to play them. Not right now. Mm-mm. Just the way you play after the Giants. Hell no. They get. All right. right well, think about this. Think about and just let's peer. Let's peer down the window a little bit. Give me Steelers, Bucks, Antonio Brown Super Bowl going up against his old organization, the Steelers. Oh, the intrigue. I like that. You like that? The Steelers beat the crap out of the Bucks, and that's the. Truth. I mean, what do you think? I, honestly, well, Evan, the way they played last night, I would have to agree with her. Well, listen, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with her. If the, if the Bucks <laughs> okay. played the Steelers like they did last night against the Giants, they would get hood stomped by the, the, the Steelers. Yes, of course. 
Yeah, okay. I'm not disagreeing with her. Yeah, they played right, like, right. like playing crap last night. Why is you look, at, your face is like, eh, I don't no, know. no. If if this if the Bucks play the Steelers the way they did last night against the Giants, they would get the butt crap kicked out of them. They would be destroyed. Exactly. Well, I mean, and you look at it too, and these are two teams that really can make adjustments to the half, and that's what we've right. kind of seen from both of them. Like the Steelers in the first half of that game didn't look that great but they came out they ran a no huddle offense they took advantage of the middle of the field they really kind of did everything they failed to do in the first half and then they were able to stop the run almost completely for the Ravens which is something a lot of teams have had trouble doing and, and something that they could not do at all in the first half so they come out they look like a whole different team they take an entirely different approach and then they come back and win the game and in the second half if you isolate that from the first half they look worlds above the Ravens. And then the Bucks, I mean, they can do that as well. It's not as impressive when you're doing it against the Giants, but but it is it it, it would be an interesting situation. But I don't I don't know that any performance from the Buccaneers this season has looked good enough to be competitive against what the Steelers have done, not only against the Titans, but also against the Ravens. I just got oh, a yeah. call from all, all Bucks fan sites. Uh, there's been a, a hit well, put out on Caleb. Right <laughs> Sneak peek, Sunday night, NFC South, Saints, Bucks, Michael Thomas expected back, Antonio oh. Brown making his debut. debut. A debut. Um, I, I don't think this is going to be what like week one. I don't think it's going to be like week one uh, where the Saints just really took it through the Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to – it's going to be a good game. Uh, but it looks – I don't know if you guys – if you two will agree with me. Does it look like Drew Brees, he's getting kind of worse every week? Do you think his arm is now starting to show the cracks and the oldness to his arm? Because it just doesn't seem like the zip is still there anymore. Yeah, it's well, it's not only the cracks to him, it's the cracks to the, the plan, the scheme, what they yeah. have up preseason. And I yeah. think his age is showing in a way that it has to because of the adjustments they've had to make without a lot of their key pieces and, and with how yep. their offense and defense has performed. So I don't know. I don't know if it's him or if it's the whole system just kind of falling apart. I think Mike Thomas coming back for this game is huge. I think that's why yeah. he's been set for the past couple of weeks. Obviously, they had some locker room issues as well. But um, I think this will be the winner of the NFC, whoever wins this football game. Uh, we'll, t- we'll talk about that more on Sunday. for NFL. I know. It's just sneak peeking. <laughs> <And a> sneak <laughs> peek. All right. Any final thoughts? Trade uh, deadline. See some moves. 4 p.m. Ready. Yep. Yep. Go out and vote and also get 30% off at Geology, our newest partner and sponsor. You can get 30% off some new man cream for your face. Yeah. No, first of all, and ladies, because and I'm ladies. using it and my skin is actually looking really good this week. Oh, you got your package? I haven't gotten my package yet. I did. Yeah. I did. I got it. Okay. I got it. You know what I love about them too? I'm sorry. We're going to have to talk about no, this. It's no, we're we, doing we it. Need to talk, we need to talk about we're all our, in now. Our we're, we're committed. We have to talk so, about our partnerships. They give you two face washes one for the shower and one for the sink and i know men might not find this as important but i find this extremely important because i've always had to purchase additional face washes because like if i'm taking like a bubble bath or a shower and i'm in there and i want to wash my face without having to like get everything like wet again after washing it at the sink then i have to buy two separate face washes they give you two specifically one for the shower and one for the sink and it's the best like most thoughtful thing a skincare company has ever done so Kaylee, I'll just you need, like, we need to we need to film a commercial with you saying that oh when there i get go. super passionate about a product <clears throat> i will talk about it forever so. instagram the crap out of that 
Geology. <laughs> geology. Not just for me. I'm pretty sure it's geology. Geology. Sorry. Geology. Geology. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry, Stephen. I'm sorry, Stephen. I'm sorry. Thirty percent off. Use the promo code caffeine. You get thirty percent off for your, your order. And Good on stuff. and on we that note. <laughs> on that note, thank you for tuning in to another week of Sports Caffeine. Follow us on Twitter at Sports Caffeine One, Facebook, YouTube, and FanStreamSports.com at Sports Caffeine. We will catch you guys next week. And make sure you go out and vote today. Yes, which, please. Which which I have to do and stand please. a bunch of lines. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. You. We'll see y'all later. Bye. Yep. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Sports Caffeine. Available for streaming on FanStreamSports.com and FanStream Sports, the app.